inspiration. I can do anything. Education. Let's do this. And application. Oh boy, this is going to be good. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Keeping us out of the water hazard with some truth therapy and teeing up solutions for today's big issues, here's your life caddy, Mr. Scott B. Black. So welcome to the world of Mr. Black. Welcome to the world of Mr. Black. I am he, you are you, and the time is now for Like It Matters Radio. This is where we're working on our noggin. This is where we're working on our, our thinking. You know, we have one organ in our brain and our body, and I say this all the time, that never has to deteriorate, and that is our brain. But atrophy takes a powerful effect. If you don't use it, you lose it. And today we're told not to think, not, just trust that the government's got you taken care of, society's got you taken care of, everything's being done for your own good. But ladies and gentlemen, look around. It's getting chaos. And so uh, I'm in Sturgis this week. This is our final broadcast live from the 82nd Annual Motorcycle Rally in Sturgis, South Dakota. Over 500,000 people a year come to Sturgis. I mean, year. this is the 82nd Annual. Why do they come here? They want to be part of an experience. For, uh, for some people, it's a bucket list item, going to Sturgis. And many people come from all over the world. I mean, as we wash their bikes at uh, freebikewash.org, we have them pinned on a, on a map where everybody's from. And we've got people from all over the world, different continents, halfway around the world, uh, all the states of the union. And a lot of people come <clears throat> for a lot of different reasons. Many people take the trek for, for a personal reason. Some for um, a uh, maybe less, uh, uh, more of a sinister reason, if you will. But they all come for different reasons because we're different creatures. They're all driven by different motives. And today I want to talk about that. And today uh, we'll be joined by uh, Pastor uh, Reggie Lewis, a uh, man, a great man. He's a pastor at Open Bible Church. Uh, you know, uh, they've been doing the freebikewash.org here in um, Sturgis for 26 years. And the last seven years I've been here, we had a different church that we used, and it was a great experience. Uh, they sold their property and moved their building, and we could no longer do it there. And so we weren't even sure if we were going to be able to do it this year or where it would happen. And so we got a great new church called the Open Bible Church, and uh, Pastor Reggie and his wife, I think it's Janetta, uh, they opened up their church. Uh, they've been a part of it, and today we'll hear from uh, not just Reggie, but his wife as well. And, and we're just going to talk about, you know, what do what are people coming here for? How, what brought them to Sturgis? And then we're going to go into what, what brings other people to Sturgis. And I want you to know something, ladies and gentlemen, that uh, uh, there are three reasons. Three reasons uh, I come to Sturgis. Uh, and on the parking lot, when sometimes there's low points, you know, we, we probably wash 100, 150 bikes a day. But there's sometimes where it's really low. There's not people there. And uh, we got all the people in the parking lot, you know, waiting to wash bikes and dry bikes and do leather and feed them. And so I'll, I'll lift my hands up and I'll pray. You know what I pray for? I pray for two things. I pray for dirty bikes and broken people. Dirty bikes and broken people. And why I come to Sturgis is threefold. One, to wash bikes. It's freebikewash.org. If we're not washing bikes, then it doesn't matter because that's why they come on our lot, to get their bike washed. So I come for dirty bikes. But more importantly, I come for the people who ride those dirty bikes. 
And we call those people broken people. And not because they're riding a bike, because they're flesh, because they're a human being. Because Romans 3.23 says that all fall short of the glory of God. And Jesus, when he walked this planet, when the rich young ruler said to him, Oh, good rabbi, Jesus stopped him and said, Who's good? Only God's good. We're all under construction. We all fall short. We all have trauma and drama. And so what I do for a living outside of Sturgis is I meet broken people where they're at. And I help them become whole and to live their life like it matters with passion, heart, body, and soul. Which brings me to the third reason why I come. I come for dirty bikes. I come for broken people. But I come also for full immersion faith. Isn't that a great word? Full immersion faith. See, that's what our leadership training is. It's full immersion. It's all-encompassing. There's no free time. And why I come to Sturgis is because I want to give a week, five days, 24 hours a day to my entire focus is on my faith, on my Lord and Savior, and sharing that love and getting to know him better. And the intimacy that I have with my brothers and sisters who come out here to serve as well. And I do that because my little boy is watching me. See, ladies and gentlemen, we forgot that the futures are our children. And children are watching. And a picture's worth a thousand words. And what we're doing speaks so loudly that our kids don't need to listen to our sermon. They just need to watch us. And the fact that my little seven-year-old boy, Benaya, put on my do-rag a couple days before I left, started preaching. And I talked to him yesterday. He said, Daddy, can I go to Sturgis? Daddy, I, I want to talk to people about God. Daddy, I want to wash bikes. Daddy, I want to know the word of God like you do. Daddy, I want to share it. It broke my heart in a loving way because I'm a broken man. And it reminded me of the thing I got from uh, uh, Jim Herrick. You know, Jim Herrick was the only UCLA uh, coach who led uh, them to a national championship outside of Coach Wooden. And Coach Wooden mentored uh, Jim Herrick. And I had a chance to uh, meet Jim Herrick a couple times and consider him a, a distant friend. We talked and uh, we've done a little bit of work together. But this was given to Jim Herrick by John Wooden. And it was given to John Wooden in 1936 upon the birth of his son. It's called A Little Fellow Follows Me. A careful man I want to be. A little fellow follows me. I do not dare to go astray. For fear, he'll go the self-same way. I cannot once escape his eyes. Whatever he sees me do, he tries. Like me, he says he's going to be the little chap that follows me. He thinks I'm good and fine. He believes in every word of mine. The base in me he must not see. The little chap who follows me. I must remember as I go through summer sun and winter snow, I am building for the years to be that little chap who follows me. And ladies and gentlemen, no one needs to prove to us that we are maybe watching the death of the germ cell of civilization, the family. All the signs are abundantly clear all around us. We could drag out all kinds of statistics to indicate the dire situation of the family in our culture. 
We're all constantly looking at the parade in the media of divorce, sexual rebellion, abortion, sterilization, LGBTQT, XYZ, delinquency, infidelity, homosexuality, women's liberation, children's rights, a war on men. When men stop leading, countries crumble. When men stop leading, families fall apart. And you are seeing a couple of decades of that now coming into fruition. That has been continually prayed for us for the last 20, 30 years. We are watching the formation of the rope that strangles the family to their death. I didn't say that. John MacArthur said that. In a book entitled The Death of a Family, The Death of the Family, sorry, a British physician suggests doing away with a family completely. You know why? He says it's the primary conditioning device for a Western imperialistic worldview. There is no doubt that we are watching a generation of young people raising up, rising up, who have no socialization skills, no moral sense at all. There's chaos, there's murder, there's crime at a rampant level. Why do I come to Sturgis? For dirty bikes and broken people and full immersion faith. Because ladies and gentlemen, I deal with people in my training at likeitmatters.net and they're hurting from family of origin issues. They're hurting from abuse and molestation. They're hurting from a broken family, from hurting people, hurting people. The Bible says the sins of the father go three to four generations for those who hate the Lord. And right now, America believes that Jesus Christ is the leader of the largest hate group in America. Sins of the father go three to four generations for those who hate the Lord. And our kids are paying the price. America's paying the price, but we don't have to do that. We can change. We can do differently. So Sturgis means something different to different people. We all have a Sturgis in our life. And after the break, we're going to talk to Pastor Reggie and find out what his ride was about on the way to Sturgis. We'll be right back. We are all in the construction business, constructing memories, relationships, new ideas, and a legacy that will outlive us. Life is best imagined as a construction project. Hey, can we get that backhoe over here? At Like It Matters, we craft tools and teach you how to use them. Mr. Black has a bevy of tools to help you build your life into your dream. One of those tools is individual life counseling. The best analogy is a life caddy, because sometimes you just need another set of eyes. A second tool, books by Mr. Black, always opening up your mind. Third, workshops, where we teach people how they work and how to function at a higher level. Nice job. That's it for today. Wrap it up. Contact Mr. Black at mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Building a better you today. Likeitmatters.net. Helping people live their lives like they matter. That's mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Discover the tools to build your relationships, your vision, and your life. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Live in life like it matters. This is about inspiration. This is about education. This is about application. And when I say education, I'm not talking about, you know, I'm better than you, condescending. Uh, Albert Einstein said, uh, education is not the learning of mere facts and figures. It is the process of learning how to think. How to critically think, how to creatively think. God gave us a mind. And again, our brain is the only organ in our body that never has to deteriorate. And God made the family unit. And he never wanted to deteriorate because he knew it was the Petri dish of everything. Dr. Adler tells us by the time a child is six years old, a majority of their map of reality is in place. Think about by the time they're six years old. 
the basic structure of the entire belief systems in place. Everything we do or do not do is driven by belief. And yet, beliefs were put in place with people at such a young age, and some of us had so much trauma, so much abuse, so much molestation, abandonment. And then we create belief systems to create survive in that. And then we grow up, and we go out on our own. But yet, we never reevaluate those the structure of that belief system. And earlier, I was talking about John MacArthur, one of my favorite pastors. And John said that family is still the heart and soul of human society and family as it's defined by God. It is the place of intimacy. It is a place of joy. It is a place of memories that build a foundation of life. It is the place of love. It is the place of socialization. It is a place of morality. It is the place of security. It is where you build confidence. Why do I come to Sturgis? For dirty bikes, for broken people, and full Immersion faith. Immersion is a great word. I love words. You know me, listeners. I'm an etymologist. The act of immersing someone or something. Deep mental involvement. That's why I come here. So everything else is removed. And on that parking lot, we talk to everybody. We love on them. We wash their bikes. We shine their shoes. We fix their leather. We feed them some great brat, some pulled pork, some great ice cream. That ice cream goes, flows, and flows, and flows. But you know what we're really doing? We're washing dirty bikes. We're fixing broken people. And we're fully immersed in our love of Jesus Christ. And we want to share that love with other people. Because Jesus Christ can put Humpty Dumpty back together again. Remember Humpty Dumpty, don't you? Humpty Dumpty sat on a wall. Humpty Dumpty had a great fall. All the king's horses and all the king's men couldn't put Humpty Dumpty back together again. But my God can. And my God empowers people to be his hands and feet. And so we come here for full immersion training. And so this time, this is my seventh or eighth year, I'm not sure, we had a brand new environment. We lost our old church. We weren't sure where we can go. People were afraid. People were uncomfortable with change. And then I found they, they found this new church. And it's going to require a lot of different things. It's not going to be what we're used to. God's pushing us out of our comfort zone. I wonder what the pastor will be like. I wonder if they'll embrace us. I wonder if they'll want to be around us. And man, I just fell in love with this man. I haven't spent a lot of time with him. But we are blessed. And I want to give shout out and kudos to the hospitality, to the incredible man of God and his incredible wife, uh, both powerful leaders, both loving Christians. The church that we're out, been here for five days, been sleeping here, been washing here, been doing everything we do in your home. We've been doing it here in this church. It's called Open Bible Church. I would highly recommend. These people love the Lord. Uh, man, if you're around the Sturgis area, the address is 2121 Colorado Drive, Sturgis, South Dakota. And I thought we'd have Pastor Reggie join us and, uh, you know, just to share. And I always like to, you guys know me, you've been listening to my radio show for years now. I always like to know the man first. Uh, what brought them to where they're at now because no one shows up where they're at just because there's a reason there's a reason we drive to where we wind up and there's a reason why people drive to Sturgis and so let's welcome Pastor Reggie Lewis to Like It Matters Radio Reggie how you doing my friend man I am blessed beyond belief 
Yeah. Amen. Amen. Hey, I want to thank you so much. You, your hospitality. You've loved on us. I had some of the best peanut butter pie I've ever had in my life last night that your congregants made for us. You've been washing bikes, Reggie. You've been a taxi cab driver. You've been uh, hooping and hollering out there on the parking lot. Uh, I just want you to know, um, from all of us at FreeBikeWatch.org, you are a blessing. Uh, you're incredible. And, and I want just this first segment just to kind of let people know a little bit about you. Give you about five minutes. You give us some of your background. What kind of family did you grow up in? Um, what is your background? I know you have a military background. And again, just keeping with the theme, what caused you to take the ride to Sturgis? I want to give you a couple minutes, kind of lay up the background, if you don't mind, brother. Yeah, no, not a problem at all with that. Um, I come from a, a dysfunctional family, a very dysfunctional family, you know, full of, uh, full of drunks and drug addicts. Um, yep. Uh, sexual immorality, uh, lots of lots of lust and and uh, molestation. Yep. You know, um, a lot of pain. It was broken. It, I mean, it was broken. We were, we were a poor family. You know, we 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 tried to live off of what my dad brought home. You know, he was in the Air Force, and and we tried to we tried to live off of that you know we we didn't we didn't have a whole lot we made do with what we got you know and yep and yep. you know being being the last child in in a very large family i was i was the hand me down captain you know i mean i got it <laughs> man yeah you know, i mean if it was worn out torn up i got it you know but my mom was the my mom was a great sewer you know, and, and as a child, I always had a problem with the zipper. You know how little boys are. They have a problem with the zipper. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. and I, I think my mom was probably the first person to make me a pair of Levi's 501 jeans, you know, because oh, she, wow. she yeah. took that crowd and she put some buttons in there, you know, and bam, <laughs> I had a problem with all that. Amen for brothers, huh? Amen. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, and our our journey, our journey um, when I met my wife, I was a hood rat. Mm. You know, I, 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 I was broken. I was angry. You know, uh, when, yep. when I was in the military, they still enacted the father's only son clause. Yep. And I tried everything I possibly could to go to active duty. I signed every waiver. I, I called every governor. I wrote a letter to the president. You know, at the time, and you know, God knew, God knew that I wasn't meant to see active duty. You know, I, if I would have got a taste of blood, I I think I would have became a monster. Yep, amen. Because I was I was so angry with with yep. humanity and with life, and God had another plan. Amen. And then He took me down this journey, and part of that plan was, you know, being mixed up with some with some gang members you know and and becoming a hired gun for you know a drug family and and but that path led me to glory amen you know because uh i wouldn't have met my wife if it wouldn't have been for that path that i had to travel down yep you know and and after we got together and i found christ you know and and i had that prophetic preacher uh sharon rathburn when she read my mail oh my gosh Mm-hmm. You know, I melted. I melted like butter on a hot biscuit. <laughs> Did you meet your wife in Sturgis, or was that before Sturgis? Oh no, I, I met my wife in uh, Cordell, Oklahoma. What brought you to you Sturgis? Know? 
Well, when when me and my wife met, we got married and we had our first child. Uh, we were in Amarillo, Texas at the time. Amen, Texan. Yeah, right. We were we were working we were working in uh, Amarillo, and you know everybody has a season, right? And we were there for two years. And our season came to an end. Well, I had a I had a son from a previous engagement in Grand Forks, North Dakota. Mm-hmm. My wife, her mom, and her brother, her youngest brother, lived here in Sturgis. And so it was like you know we prayed about it and prayed about it. And it was like God, if it's if it's the opportunity for us to renew, you know, reconnect, and and just become what you desire us to be, then Father God, you open up that door for us. And he did. Well, he closed everything in Amarillo for us. But he gave us an opportunity to buy a, a better vehicle, to get a truck. Well, we thought it was a better vehicle. And, <laughs> you know, we sold everything. And, you know, I mean, we were like the, the hillbillies. You know, we were heading out. We had the trailer loaded. And we were heading out. A car full of kids. And we was gone. But the enemy, the enemy tried to stop us at every turn. We broke. We literally broke down in every town we came to what what should have only taken us uh a whole day maybe a day and a half to get here it took us four days to get Mm. to sturgis and and when we got here um god immediately started working on us i mean he humbled us we were homeless you know and uh, my wife was pregnant with my daughter at the time and she made a friend here in Sturgis, and she lived with that friend while I slept in the car behind mm. my place of uh, employment in Rapid City, you know, 35 wow. miles away, you know, in the car. And we did that for a year until, you know, we could afford a little house. And, I mean, it was a little house. But you know what? It was a blessing. You know, God yeah. gave us new manna all the time. I mean, new manna all the time. Yep. You know, yeah, we didn't know that then, but we know it now. I mean, there yeah. there was one year, Scott, we we moved seven times in one year, but it was an wow. upgrade, upgrade, upgrade. <laughs> you know, that song from the Jeffersons, moving on up. Yeah, hey, you know, man, brother. Us. That was us. <laughs> you know, I mean, God, it was like it was like seven times in one year, but it was an upgrade wow. every time. Amen. Hold that thought, Pastor. We're getting ready to go to a hard break. Uh, I want to pick it up. You know, Pastor, as you're talking, you and I have similar backgrounds. I call it white trash. I I grew up white trash. You know, I did. And so you and I have similar backgrounds. And after the break, we want to pick up uh, to what changed uh, and what turned your heart over. And now you're leading people. You're you're healing broken people. You're being used by the hand of God. And your wife is such a powerful woman. We're going to hear from her after the break, too. So we're talking to uh, Pastor Reggie in Sturgis, South Dakota. We'll be back after these commercial messages. Give me 48 hours and I will give you a new beginning. Give me 48 hours and I will give you hope. Give me 48 hours and I will give you your power back because between the stimulus and the response, there's a space. And in that space is your freedom. It is your power. At Like It Matters Leadership Awakening, 48 hours will change the course of your life. Discover the very purpose of your life, along with the ability to achieve. Give Mr. Black 48 hours in the next Leadership Awakening. Sign up at likeitmatters.net slash schedule. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Living life like it matters. Ladies and gentlemen, we got one life to live. That is our purpose. That is the reason why. And when you live your life like it matters, it does. 
And the sad part is that, you know, we can't control what happens to us, but we can control what happens in us. And one thing that's absolutely certain is people are going to experience pain in this world. All you got to do is go back to Genesis 3. In the beginning, you'll see why. That pain is part of this experience. That pain in childbirth is part of this experience. That men laboring and toiling in the dirt with thorns and thistles is part of this experience. And so the fact that you have pain makes you human. But it's what you do with that pain that makes you a better human or part of the problem. Because that pain can either make you bitter or it can make you better. And it's only one vowel difference, but it's an eternity of difference. And so as a man of God and uh, the pastor we're talking to as a man of God, uh, we've been looking out here in Sturgis for, for dirty bikes because that's the method that we get to connect with people. And then we find out that on those dirty bikes are broken people just like I am and just like Pastor Reggie is and just like Pastor uh, Jeanette is. And then we come here and we love on them. And we take that bitterness and we help them make sense and tell them that, hey, you don't have to live in that bitterness. You can use it to help other people who are hurting. And that's why I just fell in love with this couple. Uh, you know, we're here in Open Bible Church right here on Colorado Drive in Sturgis, South Dakota. It has been a home for FreeBikeWatch.org over the last five days. They have opened their church up. They have opened their heart up. We've hung out with their family. They got people staying at their house. They made us some beautiful peanut butter pie. Uh, and they've been out there washing bikes. And, and Janetta just had a new baby, too. So all this gone, that shows you love in these people's hearts. So I want to welcome back to Like It Matters Radio pastors uh, uh, Reggie. Lewis and Pastor Janetta Lewis. So thank you both for being here. Again, I'm, I'm very honored to have met you guys. We're, we're happy to and honored that you guys are with us. Yeah. So hey, yeah. Janetta, I got to ask you something. I got to ask you something. So Reggie, so Reggie shared a little bit of the intro there. How, is that pretty good? Is there anything missing? Uh, is there anything you'd like to add to that up until Sturgis moment or into Sturgis? Anything that he kind of left off or maybe a, a woman's take on what he just said? <laughs> Well, you got you got more time on this radio station, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, a couple things. Well, we were one of the main reasons we were coming here is because when I was growing up, um, you could say I am. Um, my father stepped in and took us kids, um, and we uh, went to live with my dad. And so my mom moved here with her husband at the time to Sturgis, South Dakota. And he had um, cancer in every major organ of his body. Mm. And um, so that was another determining factor for us to move here to be with my mom in the event that he died. Um, And then our daughter was born. And six months after she was born, he did pass Mm. um, by his own hand. But uh, so, yeah, so. A lot of pain. Just like you said, we're all broken people. Yep. And, and you know what? God wants I, us broken. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. Yeah. Jenny. yeah. Hey, no, no, no. Uh, yeah. Um, and I live by that motto. I don't ever want to be bitter. I always want to be better. And how can Amen. I be better? And I need to sometimes when I get frustrated and bitter, I have to stop and think, where's my perspective and have a shift of vision yep. so that my vision focuses back to God. 
Because if I don't, I could live a life of bitterness even as a Christian. And you're encouraged. Let's be honest. We're encouraged today. We live in a time of we got to go back 500 years to 1619 to make up a false history. So certain people with certain skin color can hate because they can learn about 500 years ago. Look what people are treated by. We have to go back 500 years. We go back to 1776. And you're a pastor. You know this, that the devil is always reminding us of our past. The devil's always the accuser of the brethren. And so anytime we're wrapped up in our past and there's a guilt, that shame, that's from the devil because God's always about hope. God's always about right. meeting us where we're at, but he moves us forward. He doesn't go to the past. We're a new creation right. in Christ Jesus. All things are new. And so Correct. you took that bitterness or that hurt that the devil wanted to use for his glory. And you allowed God to mold you to make you better. And, and I want to ask you both. You guys lead a church here in Sturgis. What have you noticed? Because America's changed. It's getting scary. The family's deconstructed. So what do you guys notice as you preach out there and the pain in people, the hurt? Just both of you, however you want to do that, just share. What are you noticing in people as, as you minister? I would say it's distracted hopelessness. And fear. Amen. They don't, they don't, they, they're fearful of what the future is because especially now, um, since COVID people don't know and they're living in that fear of what's going to happen next because they don't know. But the positive thing is, is we can shine the light on and say, we do know. Yep. We do know what the the book is. It is written, right? Yeah, it is right. (laughs) You know, and, and we're distracted by all the, the talking heads around us. You know, this society has so many people talking at them, not to them, at them, telling them how to feel, how to how to look, what to hear. You know, people can't think for themselves anymore. So they're distracted and then they become hopeless. And in that hopelessness, that's where they're getting completely and utterly saturated by their own loss. Yep. Oh, and it's and it's rampant, and it's being fed. It's being remember the the yeah. devil, the yeah. shiny one, the distractor, yeah, shiny yeah, object, right? squirrel. Yep, and he's doing an f- effective job. Let's be honest, right, pastors? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, it's, it's funny. We should be here. The other day, um, Reg and I were doing a Bible study, and our phone went our phone went off. It was a text message, and and it was kind of from an important person and needed to be answered. But so Reg answered that and then something went off on my phone and then something happened in the room. And I looked at him finally and I said, wow, look at the distractions just in this moment right. that yeah. we had. Right. And we allowed it. To and happen. we allowed it to take us so yep. easily out of yeah. what we needed to what our one focus and one purpose was to do that in that moment. And, and you know, this you know, is and, what's so and, powerful. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead, please. No, I was I was just going to say, you know, and, and we often tell people it's a good thing that, you know, God doesn't treat us the way that we treat God, you know, right. by, you know, <laughs> God's not distracted yeah. by anything. I mean, his focus is constant. You know, it, it's uh, it's never ending. 
Yep. Amen. And you know, that's why pastor, you know, I love that word like you do. I eat it. I send it out to thousands of people every day. And uh, I always tell people that the greatest commandment in that Bible is not se- about sex, drugs, or rock and roll. It's not even about idolatry. They're all, they're all in there. But the greatest commandment right. God gives us is to remember. Uh, and one of the second yeah. greatest commandment he gives us is to not fear. And, and I always tell people when you read that Bible, read it like you're reading a ma- from a manufacturer. So you just bought yeah. a piece of equipment and you got this manufacturer who built that piece of equipment and they're going to tell you how it works, what to stay away from, what to be cautious about. And that's what our daddy, Abba Daddy, we have an intimate relationship with God. And he says, listen, I made you and I know you must remember because the devil's going to wily and want to distract you. And so you got to remember who you are. You got to remember who you are. You got to remember what right. I've done for you in the past. You got to remember right. uh, what I promised you. You got. And so he wants us to remember why, because he made us. He knows how easily yeah. distracted. And then the no fear. There are 1,400 known ailments tied to fear alone. 1,400. Uh, it, it makes your body release chemicals. And cancer can only live in an acidic environment. And so that fear creates this acid in our, in our bodies. And we have to take the purple pill, acid indigestion, heartburn, uh, IBS, all that from the acid. <laughs> and the Bible says your thoughts will dry your bones. Will yeah, dry yeah, your yeah. bones, and so yeah. uh, it, it the uh, the ease effective. So what uh, what are you hopeful about? Uh, we're gonna after the break. We're gonna go into what you experienced this last uh, this last couple of days at the bike wash because you guys were actively involved. But w- what are you guys hopeful about? As you see, country, America's crumbling. I don't know how long America will be around anymore. We are mm. we have become just like our enemies. Uh, it's it's scary. I'm scared. I love used to love my country. I still think it's probably one of the best. But I'm not in love with. Yeah. my country anymore because my country left my god so you got a couple minutes yeah. about two and a half minutes what, what are you guys hopeful about okay you know i i see the light coming on in people's eyes you know people you know you often hear psychologists say children desire correction and direction yep adults these adults that we're seeing that are coming through the bike wash Oh, my gosh. It blows my mind that, you know what? I don't know. I haven't seen one person refuse prayer. Amen. One person. I have not seen one person refuse prayer. I mean, they come through there, and they know what they're what they're, we're here for. We got one percenter. We got club yeah. members. They're coming yeah. in, and they are hanging out, and they're eating our food. They're, yeah. they're walking around, you know, and they're allowing us to pray with them because yeah. they understand and they know the power of prayer. That brings yeah. hope. That brings glory. That brings yeah. peace. These are the things that transcend all other things in this world. Amen. Amen. I so powerful, and you know, I, you know, it's the good news. That's why it's called the gospel. But one thing I learned a long time ago is, until you're willing to accept the bad news, why would you ever seek the good news? And see, a lot yeah. of people are afraid to approach God because they're afraid of the bad news. They're afraid of feeling bad. You know why? Because most people have no sense of value. They don't know who they are. Yeah. Matter of fact, I got an article that says inferiority complex. Eight in ten millennials believe they aren't good enough. Surveys reveal yeah, that right. most young adults feel frequently overwhelmed by the demands of the work and socialize with many experiencing adverse mental health effects. Stunning. Right. So after the break, we're getting ready to go to a hard break. They don't let me choose this. 
they got to make some money. So after the break, we're going <laughs> to talk about your experience on the freebikewash.org. So we are talking with pastors in South Dakota, uh, Sturgis, if you will, Open Bible Church, our home for freebikewash.org. We'll be back after these messages. Take a listen to this comparison of other training to Leadership Awakening. For probably two-thirds of my 30-year law enforcement career, I spent time in supervision and management. So I've been to a lot of leadership training. Been there, done that, got the t-shirt. I went to a leadership course in California where I worked, and it's an eight-month program. I went through that program. I went back later on as a facilitator, so I, I taught leadership. What we did in class was completely different than any other leadership program that I've been through. I mean, in 48 hours of leadership training in your program, it was just, it was dynamic. It was intense. It was powerful. You know, it was, it was amazing. It was amazing. Leadership Awakening. Change your heart. Change your mind. Change your life. Go to likeitmatters.net slash schedule for the next Leadership Awakening. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. This is my final uh, broadcast from Sturgis, South Dakota. We are the 82nd annual uh, motorcycle rally. And I got to tell you, I was on the parking lot yesterday, and uh, I was brought over by a, a fellow worker. And there was this woman, her name's Courtney. There's no confidentiality here. You don't know her last name. But Courtney, Courtney's a beautiful woman. She had beautiful leather on. She was riding a bike with her husband. And uh, as we looked in her eyes, uh, it was dead. She had had so much trauma. From the time she was a little girl, she was abandoned. Her mom was still there physically. But at one year old, she told me she fell out of the crib and her mom picked her up and basically just put her back in the crib and walked away. Didn't hold that baby, didn't nurture that baby. And then from there, it got worse from molestation, abuse, abandonment. And then what do you think that woman did to compensate? She, any man that paid attention to her, she took off her clothes. She put herself in harm's way. She's been used and abused and she just wanted some hope. And so she had to first uh, identify and accept the bad news so that we can then shift her and focus her on the good news. And that's what we're dealing with. That's why I come to Sturgis. That's why Mr. Black's in Sturgis. I come for dirty bikes. I come for broken people. And I come for full immersion faith. And we are blessed because we're a new location at this incredible church. I highly recommend if you're in the Sturgis area, man, these are two pastors that love the Lord. They love on people. They know what it's like to be broken so they can meet you where you're at and tell you, you don't have to stay here. It's called Open Bible Church. It's on 2121 Colorado Drive in Sturgis, South Dakota, and uh, pastored by two incredible lovers of God and lovers of people, uh, Pastor Reggie Lewis and Pastor Jeanetta Lewis. And uh, thank you both for joining us. I, I kind of I gave you about six, seven minutes. Uh, I'd love to know your experience. This is your first time at the Bike Wash. You hosted it. It's at your church. You've been such gracious hosts. Each of you, I'd love to just uh, kind of each of you take a couple minutes. What did you experience? What did you see in this, in this journey, if you will? You know, um, I have to say, out of everything, overwhelming love. You know, yeah. the Father is love, you know. And even on our grandson that, that got to help out one day, and, yeah. and they made him a T-shirt, you know. Yeah. 
the, one of the things is, is that it says they will know we are Christians by our love. And a lot of times when we do things for people, they're so put back because they're like, why would you want to do this for me? Yeah, what's the gimmick? What's and, the gimmick? <laughs> yeah, like, what, what do you want? Why? Why yeah, would you want yeah. to do this? You know, or if somebody needs a helping hand financially and we have it and we offer it, yeah. well, I can't pay you back. It's not from, you know, it's love. Yeah. Yep. And because we get to be loved by the Father, we can pull that love from us to you. Amen. And um, so my grandkids, that, that, that they just, my granddaughter that they loved on, my grandson they loved on, and it's just, and they loved on us. Yeah, it's awesome. It's, it's been unconditional love, you know, and the unity. Yeah. You know, the, the, the amazing thing about the, the free Sturgis bike wash is this all started with the obedience of one man. Amen. Amen, brother. You know, and, and he came here. He came here because God said to. Right. And, yep. and he did it. He did it for a couple of years by himself. And, yep. and and then he started gathering people, right? And and these people started gathering people, and those people started gathering people. I know it's like a pyramid scheme, but good Lord have mercy. <laughs> you know, it's a good pyramid scheme when, when you Amen. got God on top and you got all the people filing in underneath, right? And, and here he is, he's doing this, and you got people from, what, seven, eight different states? Uh, yeah. 14, 15 different churches. They're all coming yeah. from different backgrounds. They're yeah. all coming from different areas, you know, different situations. And they are coming together in the heart, in the heart of Sturgis, South Dakota, to yeah. touch people. Yeah. And they're doing uh -huh. it. There ain't no bitterness. There ain't no arguing. There ain't no fighting. Let me tell you no. what, you know, if people if people would take this as an example around the world yep. and say, look at this model of unity and know that you can come from wherever and get together with other like believers and you can accomplish magnanimous amounts mm. of things. Great word. Great word. I think the Greek word is koinonia, correct? Koinonia, yes. Yeah. Amen. Hey, each of you, I'd love to hear a single experience with one person. What was uh, just a, a neat experience? You could each take maybe a minute each and something you experienced specifically with a person. You don't have to share their name, but I'd love to hear from each of you. Just a specific experience. Oh, wow. Um And I didn't tell him I was going to ask this question. Right. There's, there's, there's been so many of them. Yeah. It's uh, beautiful. You know, me and Lisa got together and we started, we started talking to this young couple and, you know, she asked them the question. She says, do you know where you're going to die? Go when you die. And, and he said, I would like to think so. <laughs> wow. You know, that, that, that throws, to me, that throws out a big question mark of, yep. well, maybe, you know, <laughs> uh, yeah. in our faith, we don't want maybes. We want, yeah. heck yeah, I know where I'm going, Amen. you know? Yep. 
And so we got Amen. talking to this couple, and we led this couple in, you know, the sinner's prayer, and they gave their life to Christ, you know, him and his, his beautiful wife. And, and then afterwards, they, they busted out their phone, and they started showing us these pictures, you know, these cute little boys, you know, with their dad. And, and next thing you know, uh, comes up in between us, Grandpa. He says, yeah, uh-huh. he said, them kids get their look from their grandpa. Like that, you know, and it was like, oh, we left. But instantaneously, the Holy Spirit placed on me that he's he's suffering from pain. Yep. Not, you know, and it was heartache pain. And I asked him, I put my hand on his chest and I said, brother, I said, I said, is there hurt in your life you're suffering from right now? And at first he looked at me and he said, no, nah. he said, you know, we're doing okay. You know, and then he looked down and he started, he started crying. And he said, yes, there is. He said, we just lost our daughter. Like it was either a year or two ago, you know, and he, and he pointed to his son and he said, he lost a sister. And he says, yeah, so we're still reeling from this loss. And I said, yeah. I said, you need to know that, you know, God can take that and he can use that. And, and you're strengthening and you're remembering her. And, you know, and, and that, is, that is pulling you together as a family. And then I just prayed the mantle of, uh, of royalness over his family, that he is the example that needs to be set and that his son is going to be the example for his sons and, and, and this royal bloodline that they have been given by Jesus Christ is going to be passed down from this generation to that generation to that generation to that generation and it's just going to keep on going going to keep on Amen. going Amen. you know and he was like, so thankful to hear that uh, beautiful I was, and I saw it from the outside that's what's so beautiful I saw this unfolding and so it's beautiful hey we're getting ready to have to let you guys go why don't you quickly give us a 30-45 second commercial for your incredible church tell us where it's at uh, just give us an invitation oh my goodness gracious Sturgis Open Bible Church or Open Bible Church of Sturgis uh, 2121 Colorado Drive you know what we believe in ethos. We believe in that family gathering. Agape um, love. Yeah, yeah, agape love. I mean, we get together. We do things. Uh, you know, we love to have. We love loving on people. This is what we were commissioned to do: love on people, seek them, guide them, love them, meet them where they're at, but change them from that area to where God wants them and to be, them- and then. Send them out to do likewise. Amen. Amen. All right, uh, pastors, we got to get going. God bless you both, and I look forward to next year on the ride up here to Sturgiskin. All right? Amen, brother. Amen. We love you guys. God bless you both. Thank you. you. Love you too. Bye-bye. We'll talk soon. You know, ladies and gentlemen, the problem here is we, we don't know what love is. A lot of people think love is a feeling. No, lust is a feeling. Uh, desire is a feeling. But love is a verb. For God so loved the world, he did something about it. For Pastor Reggie and Pastor Janita, they love by doing. They reach out. They open their church. They open their home. They open their hearts. They meet you where you're at. That's what love is. Why do I come to Sturgis? For love. Because I'm looking for dirty bikes that bring in the broken people that allow me to have full immersion faith. What do you do? that demonstrates love. 
I am Mr. Black. You are under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. I want to remind you, when you live your life like it matters, it does. You have been listening to Mr. Black, Master Trainer for Like It Matters. Please find us on Facebook by searching LIM Radio. Make sure to follow us, like our posts, and share with others. Also, search YouTube for Like It Matters. Be sure to like and subscribe to our channel. And for more information on how we can help you live life like it matters, go to likeitmatters.net where you can find more information on our transformational training, our life coaching, counseling, our radio show, and other ways we help you continue the journey of living life like it matters.